Let's shuffle a destiny up for you. I love you Catholic and I pray that you love me. You're the god of fishing, but you live in a lake, not the sea. When it comes to eldritch monsters, I think you're the gold. Now can you lift your aquatic curse and let me do a show on a boat? My car broke down and I went into debt I've been paying and paying but I ain't done yet You can pay for a topic or vote on a gimmick Anything can happen so come on and get with it Listening to Fix My Car Cast, hosted by Bear Claw Billy, and this is episode 105. Comedian and musician Keith Hebert is busy acting the fool. But first, <laughs> housekeeping. This is the show where you pick what I say and how I say it. Pick a topic or prompt by donating to the GoFundMe and vote on the gimmick by joining my Patreon for just a dollar a month. Join at the $5 or higher level and also get bonus episodes and behind the scenes footage. Links are in the description. Also down there, merch. Get yourself some merch. I foresee in your future a notebook with the Fix My Car Cast logo on it to write your destinies. So go buy it. I'm not buying it for you. We have a new donation this week. Thank you, Anonymous2, for $50. The total raise for paying off my car repair debt is now $1,741. Also, when we get to $2,000, we unlock an automatic show gimmick, which is, I will watch all the Fast and Furious movies back to back and then record my podcast at the end. I don't think a lot of people understand. The gimmick there isn't so much the movies and the fact that that's like 24 hours of staying awake. I'm I don't have some hankering to watch the Fast and Furious movies. The challenge is strictly staying awake through all of them. Fun fact, did you know that this whole podcast disappears when we hit $10,000? Deal it the death card. Hey, you may have noticed we have a new theme song this week. Because Anonymous 2 donated $50, he got to change one thing about it. So he asked me to replace the Mrs. Sponge Wrap with a prayer to Catholic the Lake God, but it specifically had to have new lyrics and new music, and I couldn't just plop the last prayer to Catholic the Lake God back in. Do you like it? No? Well, if you make a donation of $50 or more, in addition to picking an episode topic, you get to change one thing about the theme song forever. Unless somebody changes it back. Want me to add a little ballad to the High Priestess? I'll do it. 50 bucks. No new patrons this week. Bummer. Now it's time for a topic suggestion. I'll suggest topics I think I could easily talk about for a whole episode, though admittedly I think the show is more fun when it's something I'm completely clueless about. So... Something I could talk about is my incredibly specific pet peeve. It's an irritating occurrence that has bothered me for years, but every time I mention it to friends, they've never really noticed it. What is it? Is it something you always do? Want to know more? Donate today. Checking in on the best city in the world, based on which city listened to the last episode the most, and we've got us another singles night tie. No, we don't. 
No, we don't have a tie. I don't know what happened there. I, re I read the script wrong. Sorry, folks. Sometimes I keep what I say in previous episodes in brackets, and my brain is supposed to be smart enough to skip those brackets. Not this time. I don't edit. I don't go back. Checking in on the best city in the world, and we've got us a big winner. Oh, wow. Folks, folks, my brain is fried. My brain is fried. I don't know if you know it, but I'm under a lot of stress, and that's the topic for today, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Take fucking three checking in on the best city in the world based on which city listened to the last episode the most and skip the brackets our big winner is westbrook maine congratulations westbrook maine took a long time getting there let it be known that your tower chariot and wheel of fortune are the best in the world for seven days my brain is oatmeal last episode i talked about queer themes in joel schumacher's batman films while playing the film steamboat willie in its entire now, <laughs> had to do that since the beginning. You can usually see video of the entire episode over on Patreon, but YouTube has copyright slapped me twice over using footage from Steamboat Willie, despite the fact that it is fully in the public domain, and I even included a disclaimer that the episode is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. In the spirit of rubbing this whole thing in Walt's face, I'm going to keep the episode up and see if eventually the copyright slap goes away. So you're not mad at me, patrons. You're mad at Disney. Ugh. Also, head over to Patreon for a bonus episode where I share a fun new song about a plucky little mouse on a steamboat. Folks, I am so out of it. Sorry, my head's all over the place. Not feeling so hot. Okay, let's talk next week's gimmick poll. These are your choices for next week's episode gimmick. They are... Add a laugh track in post. Do it like a James Bond villain. Play Chubby Bunny. That's the game where you have to keep putting marshmallows in your mouth until you can't say Chubby Bunny. And our returning gimmick, <laughs> wear a Jason Voorhees mask. That's right. All the unused Halloween gimmicks are coming back around now, so get excited for those for the next four or five weeks. Uh, let's recap. Those gimmicks are, number one, add a laugh track in post. Number two, do it like a James Bond villain. Number three, play Chubby Bunny. And our returning gimmick, number four, wear a Jason Voorhees mask. That is, of course, Jason from the Friday the 13th movies. Remember that any gimmick that gets just a single vote is eligible for a second chance in six weeks. Be sure to vote over on Patreon. The poll closes January 11th at noon Eastern America time. Realized I didn't update the date and fixed it on the fly. All right, time for today's gimmick, which is... Do a tarot card reading. Of course, gimmicks don't start until housekeeping is out of the way in case any of them prevent me from sharing vital information. But now, we have been evicted and are moving into the gimmick zone. From this point on, gimmicks are active and everything is improvised. Today's topic comes to us from Margo for $30, and I've been asked to talk about landlords and the vengeful spirits they should be visited by hooey now this topic is here for a reason thank you margo um and to give you a little backstory um i found out that i have to get out of this apartment the week of christmas <laughs> like three days before christmas 
uh, the landlord hit us with, hey, I'm selling the building. Um, great timing. Now, it is worth noting, this is not an eviction notice. I have not gotten an eviction notice yet. There could be one coming down the pipeline. Um, but that's kind of what inspired this. Um, and I'll, full disclosure, the reason I've been getting a lot of donations uh, currently is because... Uh, I have to move, and I'm broke. Um, so keep those donations coming in, folks, um, because I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, it's a real rough time to be Bear Claw Billy, but whenever isn't it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about landlords, because what I found very interesting, and purely coincidentally that it landed with uh, this incredible gimmick of a tarot card reading, is... Um, I have been forced to leave my home by three different landlords. Um, and since Christmas just went by, this is feeling real. Three landlords getting three vengeful spirits. It all worked out. Um, so, in the interest of merging the topic with the gimmick, I am going to draw a tarot card for each landlord, and that will determine what vengeful spirit they will be visited by. It's probably worth noting, I don't really know a lot about tarot cards. I own decks. I have used them for inspiration in my art. I have used them in poetry. I have used them in song. Um, I could link to one of the songs I made based on a tarot card poll, um, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> that can be a bonus episode thing, but it's also just out there in the ether. And by the ether, I mean uh, SoundCloud. Um, so now I think you have to shuffle in a way that some of them can end up upside down. Isn't that right? Uh, I think that's part of the rules of the tarot deck. So I'm going to give it a shuffle um, and see what happens. And uh, I'm terrible at shuffling, as nerdy about magic as I was uh, as a kid, and also currently, um, I'm not a very good shuffler. Um, I practiced doing a one-hand shuffle as um, a lockdown project, and uh, it went terribly. Um, and uh, you can see some other things on the Patreon about me trying to do card tricks um, if you go a-poking around. Um, so join that Patreon if you haven't already. Uh, so yeah, let's talk landlords. Um, I've got the deck over here, and I will be flipping it for the Vengeful Spirits. And again, I understand that if the card is upside down, that's a reversal of what it is. I Again, I haven't really studied this. I'll try to go with it. So the first landlord... Um, that ever tossed me out, um, pretty blatantly just needed a source of income for six months. Um, and that's probably how all landlords work. It's just, well, this seems pretty easy. I just own a place and never fix it up when they ask. I can do that. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the first landlord that did this to me was actually renting out a room of her house. Um, and by the way, this, uh, these are all fictional characters and, uh, this is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> um, um, you know, what is and isn't true on this show? You have to listen to the bonus episodes to find out what's canon. Um, and so none of these landlords are canon. <laughs> But listen to the bonus episodes, and maybe they are. Um, so the very first landlord um, blatantly was selling her house and wanted to fix it up and rented out one of the rooms with a clear goal of using the money from the accrued rent to fix up the house. However, never disclosed any of this with me, and why would they? Because landlords are scum. Um, and so I was really desperate when I moved into that place. Um... And so, 
uh, I needed a place. Like, um, I, I, I don't even, oh yeah, no, it was a breakup. Um, I had broken up with a partner, needed to find a place to live because we had cohabitated. And then moving into there, I was like, oh, good. I found a place, you know, where I can, you know, and I had the place to myself. Um, so it was really nice. It is very hard to have an apartment by yourself in this day and age. Um, hey, it's hard to do it with three roommates. <laughs> um, so, so I move into this place and uh very very friendly lady like i don't want to you know say anything ill about her but like it became pretty fucking apparent um that i was to be tossed out in six months uh starting with the fact uh that she wanted to make the lease only six months and i remember thinking that was weird i was like oh can we go for a full year and she's like let's do six months and see how things work out yeah yeah, how'd things work out? Um, so anyway, I moved all my shit in there despite having, like, no money. Um, and then proceeded to live there blissfully unaware. Um, got a, got a weird foot injury in the time I was there, so that didn't help things. Um, and then as soon as it healed up, got the, hey, alright, cool, so you're moving out. And it's like, wait, what? Oh, I was hoping to renew the lease. Yeah, I'm selling the house. Okay. And then just slowly it dawned on me. Oh, my monthly rent was going towards making the house look nice so you could get a little more money when you sold it. Okay, well, to each their own. Um, and again, of, of the three landlords, this is the one I probably wish the least ill on, even though this is 100% what the plan was. Um, gave me a big song and dance about, like, you know, I had a change of heart and I think I'm going to sell it. I thought I was going to keep it, but... Uh, and uh, yeah, all of that smelled like bullshit to me. This was clearly the plan from the beginning. And so... What spirit will be visited upon Landlord One, the one who just used me as an easy income source and then threw me back out on my ass? Well, for that landlord, I see the fool, but upside down. Interesting. So, if the fool is upside down, then this must mean a great intelligence. Yes, well, that's what I wish on you, the emotional intelligence to be upfront and honest about what you're planning so the ghost of emotional intelligence shall be visited upon you see that one's kind of mild that one's kind of mild but i just want you to understand that like your choices affect people and you shouldn't try to hide your plans from them uh just to make an easy break now i get it who would say I just want to live here for six months? Actually, probably lots of people, so maybe list it that way. I'm still a little miffed, but I wish on you intelligence and enlightenment to not do this. And I have no idea where that landlord is, nor do I know where any of the other ones are, really. Um, so, that is what I bestow upon the first landlord, the spirit of intelligence. Now, the next landlord that kicked me out. Now, this one, this one also a case of not actually telling the truth um but you know having to protect their butts with legalese um and as someone who's fighting with mickey right now i totally get that you need to you need to do what you gotta um to protect to protect your peace your money your i don't know why am i trying to humanize landlords um so this landlord um never really bothered us but um we had a kitchen fire accident it happens you know a lid went the wrong way splash splash of the oil oh no the giant pot of oil is on fire now ah um roommate two oh wait sorry not roommate two didn't live with roommate two at that time big daddy zach hero um i would i would like to pick a happy spirit for big daddy zach because like 
had the cool head, jumped right into it. Oh, we got to move the fire to the floor. We put it out with a towel. Uh, we'll open the window in case we got to throw something. Uh, was just all over it. I was just standing there going, oh, God. Um, so I was of no help at all. Um, so left the floor a little dinged up, but thanks to Big Daddy's axe quick thinking, uh, didn't burn the building down, but uh, did we get, wow, you really handled that well. Well, we did from the fire chief, but from the landlord we got, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I hate you, whatever. Um, insurance fully covered the renovations, um, and then we were told we had to move out. And we were like, is this because of the fire? And he said no. And we were like, is this because of us as tenants? And he said no. And in the documentation that he had written, it said this has nothing to do with the tenants or whatever the fucking legalese version of that is. And we were like, all right, cool. He's like, yeah, I need you to move out for renovations. And it's like, oh, cool. Can we move back in when the renovations are done? No. Why not? No answer. He listed it for showings before we had even finished moving out. And Big Daddy Zach, again, with the heroics, the heroic Big Daddy Zach, applied and said, we'll take it, no showing needed. <laughs> we never heard from that landlord again. But it's worth pointing out, we didn't have to leave because it was anything we did. By the way, um, the listing, I really should have looked up before I started recording, but the listing price went way the F up. So I think the real reason we weren't invited back was not because we started a fire, um, but was because uh, I want to charge more money for this place. Um, and it was locked down at the time, so it was starting to get pretty apparent we had no money. Um, because, yeah, lockdown was a terrible time. Um, can't wait for the sequel. Anyway, what vengeful spirit shall we unleash upon this second landlord, who, again, is fully fictional? Check the bonus episodes. Um, well, let us unleash a spirit upon Landlord 2, the one who kicked us out just because he was renovating. An upside-down world. So, the world upside down, this to me suggests turmoil and chaos. So, let's summon, let's summon a spirit that will turn that landlord's world upside down. In what way? What will it be? Maybe a new perspective on the world? That's the polite one, but um, I'd rather see the rug get pulled out from under him and turn his world upside down. So, spirit! I beg of you, find Landlord 2, who is fictional. Find him in the fictional realm and turn his world upside down. Which brings us to Landlord 3, which I've kind of already told you the story. And as a matter of fact, maybe here right now because our shower started leaking and I haven't been able to shower in my own home for two days. And pretty soon it won't be my own home for much longer. Now, I don't think there's any ill will on this one, and I don't think there's anything sneaky here. I actually, despite the timing, which I don't know if he understood how important Christmas was culturally, don't know why I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt on that, but I do know that he hasn't lived in America all his life, um, drops the news on, I believe, December 22nd that he's selling the building and a photographer is coming in to take photos, and could you please 
clean the place up. First of all, it's decorated real Christmassy because you told us the week of Christmas, dude. <laughs> um, you also inspired this episode of Fix My Car Cast. So good on you there. Um, genuinely, this landlord, landlord number three, um, feels like it feels like kind of a trade-off where it's like nice guy but incredibly incompetent um like texting us at midnight hey someone has to be home tomorrow to let somebody in what what and again this guy third landlord very fictional extremely fictional um but like yeah just a lot of like stuff was breaking all over the building all the time and i will throw this out there he probably bought a really shitty building um but he also must have known because he didn't make a hell of a lot of attempts to fix it up um also something you've never been able to really tell um in every episode of fix my car cast this floor slants like a motherfucker and my chair has to be where it is or i would roll all the way out the door um i think i even compensate for the tilt when i do the video versions but honestly this room is more like this if you're watching the video version um yeah it's it's pretty bad folks um so anyway yeah hits us with that shit on christmas or the week of christmas and we're pretty bummed um a friend of mine pointed out now we haven't gotten an eviction notice we just got i'm selling the building um but nevertheless a friend of mine pointed out that in um at least a muppet christmas carol can't speak to the other versions um uh scrooge sends out scrooge sends out eviction notices on christmas and kermit's like but it's christmas and he says very well you can gift wrap them and a friend pointed out your landlord didn't even gift wrap it so technically he's worse than scrooge um i don't know if i would go that far um nevertheless regardless of what your cultural understanding is it's real shitty to find out you have to move the week of christmas um but it does make the scene in gremlins where the landlord gets yeeted out the window that much more delicious now because it's christmas um i feel like i would either want to foist the ghosts of christmas past present and future on this landlord or have him get gremlin yeeted out a window um again a fictional character that i don't wish any actual harm on check the bonus episodes but what do we have for the landlord of christmas the landlord who again could literally be in my living room right now because we have a pipe issue <laughs> well the spirit i wish upon landlord three is the hanged woman but once again upside down so a woman standing tall all right well um i hope I hope a woman comes to hang with you <laughs> and she takes you for everything you're worth. That's right. The spirit of vengeance I wish on the third landlord is a messy relationship where you lose all your money. There you go. Though, honestly, I think buying this piece of shit building uh, was already a messy relationship where you're losing all your money. I mean, the guy's got to be selling because this dump has not been worth the cost uh, to fix it. And pretty soon it's not going to be my problem anymore. Um, so yeah, to recap the spirits, and I don't know if you want a better, a better view of the screen for all my uh, video viewers, but, uh, that's what you got for your spirits of vengeance. You got an upside down fool, an upside down world, and an upside down hanged woman. Um, I'm not a tarot card expert, so I am merely interpreting these through my own human impulses and needs and understood mythologies um so those are your
your three vengeful spirits. Um, I don't know if there's any magic around this where I may make them real. That's a thing I have to look out for on this show because you never know when magic will make something real. But right now, first landlord, I hope you are visited by a spirit of great emotional intelligence. Second landlord, I hope that your world turns upside down. And third landlord, I hope you're hanging out with a lady who takes all your stuff. <laughs> That's all I got here. Uh, as always, landlords, get a real job. And that's a podcaster saying that.